to the Very Well Mind podcast. We've interviewed over 100 authors, experts, entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians, and others to help you learn strategies to care for your mental health. This episode is hosted by psychotherapist and best-selling author Amy Morin. Now let's get into the episode. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. Today, I'm talking about how to stay mentally strong when someone is gaslighting you. If you aren't sure what gaslighting is, I'll explain. It's when someone denies your reality in an effort to manipulate you. It could involve outright lying about something that you did or didn't do. Or it might involve telling you that you're crazy for thinking or feeling a certain way. The term gaslighting was first introduced in a play back in 1938 called Gaslight. In the play, a man convinces his wife that she's losing her mind by dimming the lights in their home. Whenever she asks about it, he tells her that it's in her imagination. Then he starts to move things around the house. And when she mentions it, he tells her that she did it, but she forgot. As a result, she starts thinking that she's lost touch with reality. We often talk about gaslighting when it occurs in romantic relationships, but that's not the only place that it happens. It could happen in any relationship, like with your boss, your colleagues, your friends, or your extended family too. There's even some research on how doctors sometimes gaslight their patients. Unfortunately, research shows physicians sometimes say things like, you didn't tell me you had that symptom, even though the patient did. Or they insist that the symptom must be all in your head because there's no physical explanation for your pain. Gaslighting doesn't always happen with individuals, though. It could happen in group dynamics, too. Listen to anyone in a political debate, and you'll likely hear some gaslighting going on. One person might make up facts to prove their point, and the other person might insist that the opposing party is paranoid for questioning something, all in an effort to get them to change their mind or change their behavior. But before you decide that you'd never fall prey to someone who's trying to gaslight you, consider this. Research shows our memories aren't as reliable as we'd like to think they are. For example, two eyewitnesses to the same crime often report seeing two completely different things. In fact, the more confident they are in what they saw, often the less accurate their reports are. One reason why our memories aren't as accurate as we'd like to think is because of anxiety and stress. It affects the way that we recall information. Also, when we don't know all the details about something going on around us, our brain just fills in the blanks. Later on, we have trouble figuring out what we actually saw versus what blanks our brain filled in. Some of this might not be news to you. There may be times when you find your phone in the kitchen, even though you have no recollection of carrying it into the kitchen. Or there may be times when you swear you bought something at the grocery store but you just can't find it in the fridge. So if someone you trust tells you that they saw you do something concerning and you don't recall doing it, or they insist that your way of thinking is irrational, you might believe them. Or at least be open to the idea that they're telling the truth. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I've had plenty of people come into my therapy office saying something like, my partner thinks that there might be something wrong with me, but I think I'm fine. They were open to the idea that their insight might be skewed. And sometimes that was the case. Their depression, their anxiety, or their stress levels had clouded their thinking 
and they trusted someone who pointed it out to them. But it's not just mental health problems that make it hard to trust our own brains sometimes. There are times when our behaviors become unhealthy because we've either developed a bad habit so slowly that we don't notice it, or we've been justifying something harmful because we only look at the potential rewards. Hearing a trusted friend or family member remind us can be a good reality check that our habits aren't healthy, or maybe that we've even gotten into an unhealthy relationship. So it makes sense that we want to believe people around us who express concerns about us. But you don't want to listen to someone who's gaslighting you. They'll act like they're genuinely concerned about your well-being because they want you to second-guess yourself for their own gain. I once worked with a woman in my therapy office because she had some mild depression. After a few sessions, though, it became clear that her husband was gaslighting her. Now, as far as I know, he wasn't outright hiding her belongings or doing anything like that. But he was blaming everyday normal issues on her mental health. Like if she temporarily misplaced her keys, he'd tell her she was losing her mind. Or if she said she didn't feel like cooking after a long day at work, he'd tell her that she was letting her depression win. And when she asked him to help out with something around the house, he'd say she was being unreasonable. And if she said her feelings were hurt, he'd say her depression was making her too sensitive. She'd been hospitalized for some mental health issues when she was a kid, and he used this information against her. If she expressed a concern about something, he'd say something like, she was just one step away from needing to go back to the loony bin. As a result, she started to think that her depression was a lot worse than it was. After all, that's what her husband was telling her. And she knew that depression would sometimes try to convince her of stuff that wasn't true. Like she wasn't good enough or that nothing was possibly going to ever help her feel better. So she tended to believe her husband because he blamed everything on her mental health. So part of her treatment involved establishing what problems her depression actually was causing. Like it was true that it decreased her energy sometimes, but it didn't cause her to become unreasonable and she certainly wasn't crazy like her husband said. So in treatment, she learned some strategies to manage her depression and she gained confidence that she could stand up to her husband when he insisted her mental health issues were causing her to get irrational. She also learned to turn to a friend that she trusted so that when she wasn't sure if what her husband was telling her was true, she could ask. She knew her friend was going to be honest with her, and if she was doing something unhealthy or if her thoughts were irrational, she wanted that feedback. Once she started to realize that her husband's comments weren't accurate, her depression actually got better. And as her depression improved, she got better at recognizing when he was gaslighting her. It's tough, though, to stay mentally strong when you think someone might be gaslighting you. After all, you'll begin to question your own reality. And it's difficult to think that you can't even trust your own brain. Fortunately, though, these four strategies can help you stay mentally strong if you think someone might be trying to gaslight you. Number one, notice your body's physiological response. Your brain might second guess you when someone questions your reality, but your body is going to know the truth. Your heart might beat a little bit faster, or you might feel your breathing change. You might even start to feel a little bit physically ill when someone gaslights you. You can trust those physical changes in your body, even when your brain isn't quite sure what to believe. Number two, look for evidence on both sides. Be open-minded enough to consider evidence for both arguments. If someone tells you that what you're doing isn't healthy or isn't normal, think about the evidence that that might be true versus the evidence that says maybe that's not true. 
If your boss tells you that it's all your fault that a big deal fell through for the whole company, or your partner says that you're overreacting, gather evidence for both sides of the argument, then write it down. There's something about seeing things on paper that can help you see things a little more rationally. Number three, run the situation past someone you trust. When you're questioning the truth, ask another trusted friend or family member for a reality check. That can help you determine if someone else is gaslighting you. Just keep in mind that the gaslighter will try to convince you that your friends or family members don't have your best interest at heart. They'll probably try to discourage you from asking for their opinions, and they'll work really hard to discredit that other person. And number four, check the power balance. There are lots of situations when someone is being gaslighted, but they can't address it because there's a power imbalance. You also might be more likely to believe someone who is supposed to be an authority figure, like your boss or your doctor. Or you might be more likely to believe a partner if you rely on them for financial help or emotional support. So consider whether there's a power imbalance that might be affecting your ability to see things clearly. Depending on your relationship with the person and what they're doing to gaslight you, you can decide if it's worth ignoring or addressing. In some instances, standing up for yourself could be the best option. In other circumstances, you might just ignore the issue and move on. And in some situations, you might just walk away and discontinue contact with the person. Until you decide the best course of action, though, remember four things you can do to stay mentally strong if you think someone's gaslighting you. Notice your body's physiological response. Look for evidence on both sides. Run the situation past someone you trust and check for power imbalances. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash podcasts.